Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah. <coughs> wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man ihtada bihuda. Amma ba'd. My dearly respected brothers and sisters, we continue tonight with the second lesson of a new book which we have chosen to teach and we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to grant us strength and ikhlas. And the book that we are taking, as we mentioned last week, is the Sharh of Al-Ha'iyyah of the great Imam Abu Bakr Al-Sijistani Rahimahullah or better known as Ibn Abi Dawood, the son of the great scholar of Hadith, Abu Dawood Rahimahullah. And we mentioned this is a book of Aqidah, it is a book of creed, and the purpose of us teaching this book is to clear a misconception. First and foremost, it is to convey Bi'idhnillahi ta'ala, the correct and pure aqidah of Ahl sunnati wal jama'ah. And secondly, to clear a misconception of the people of innovation who claim that Ahl sunnati wal jama'ah, they take their religion or their aqidah from later people. And it is clear from the books of Ahl sunnati wal jama'ah that their aqidah comes from the first three generations, the greatest of generations. And Abu Bakr, al-Sijistani rahimahullah, being one of those great a'imma. But tonight we will begin. Last week we spoke about an introduction, and we gave a brief insight into the life of Abu Bakr, rahimahullah. And tonight we begin with his poem and we mentioned that this Aqidah book has been written in the form of poetry and many scholars have done this in the past. And the reason why it's called Al-Ha'iyyah is because every verse of poetry in this book ends with the letter Ha. It ends with the letter Ha. For that reason the book is called the Ha'iyyah. And we'll be taking the Sharh of this great book for one of the giants of the a'imma the first thing that the great imam abu bakr as-sijistani ibn abi dawood rahimahullah begins his book with is an amazing statement subhanallah from the get-go he does not waste any time clarifying the aqidah of ahl sunnah where he says, Tamasak bihablillahi wa tabi'il huda wa la taku bid'iyan la'allaka tuflih. He, rahimahullah, he begins, he opens his book by saying, Hold firmly to Allah's rope. Hold firmly to Allah's rope and follow the guidance. And follow 
the guidance. Then he says, and do not be an innovator. And do not be an innovator so that perhaps you will be from amongst those who succeed. This was his opening statement. Holding on to the rope of Allah and not to innovate and follow the guidance so that you may succeed. So from the get-go, we can see the great Imam is warning from what? Innovation. And he's calling to what? Holding on to the rope of Allah Azza wa Jal. And that's calling the Muslim body to unite and to follow the guidance, the Huda. And all of this will be explained, insha'Allah. So the first thing he says is hold firmly to Allah's rope. Meaning, O Muslims, hold firmly to the rope of Allah Azza wa Jal. And what is the rope of Allah? It is the Quran and the Sunnah. That is Hablullah. The rope of Allah Azza wa Jal is the Quran and the Sunnah. And him telling us to hold on to the rope of Allah is taken from a verse in the Quran where Allah commands us the same thing. Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَاعْتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ And hold fast all of you together to the rope of Allah. وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا And do not divide, do not be divided among yourselves. So the Qur'an commands us this, to hold firmly onto the rope of Allah. And so does the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. In the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, Whoever from among you lives long enough Look, the Prophet ﷺ, from Allah, he knew what was coming in the future. Because Allah taught the Prophet ﷺ certain events that will happen in the future. So the Prophet ﷺ says, whoever from you lives long enough will see much differing ikhtilaf. And Allahu Akbar, the times we live in. The khilaf is everywhere. The differing, the difference, the different sects. And the Prophet ﷺ knew this. And that's why he said, if you live long enough, you will see a lot of differing. He then said, it is incumbent, obligatory, that you stick to my way. This is the words of Rasulullah ﷺ. It is incumbent that you stick to my way and the way of the rightly guided khulafa. Follow my way and the way of the Khulafa, meaning Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Ali radiyallahu ta'ala anhum. So follow his sunnah and the sunnah of the Khulafa. Then the Prophet sallallahu said, hold on to it and bite onto it with your molar teeth. Bite onto the sunnah. With your teeth. This is an expression from the Prophet ﷺ telling us what? Not just to follow his sunnah, but to hold on to it so firmly. And subhanAllah, he said that 
He said to buy onto the sunnah after what? After telling us there's going to be a lot of ikhtilaf. And what does this tell us? That if we do not buy onto the sunnah, meaning stick staunch onto the sunnah, we are going to be lost amongst all that deviance. That's why the Prophet ﷺ, he didn't tell us there's going to be khilaf and follow my sunnah, no. Because he knows the fitna that will come. The fitna of the deviant sects. So what did he buy onto my sunnah? Hold on to it very hard because if you don't, you are going to go astray like the rest have gone astray. And beware of newly introduced matters, for indeed every innovation is misguidance, the Prophet ﷺ said. So this line of poetry by the great Imam is derived from the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of his Messenger ﷺ. And it is command, it is the command to hold firmly to the rope of Allah. And what is the rope of Allah as we mentioned? It is the Qur'an and it is the Sunnah. That's the rope of Allah Azza wa Jal. In another definition, the rope of Allah is Allah's revelation which He revealed to His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Regardless whether it is the Qur'an or the Sunnah, they are both revelation from Allah. They are both considered to be the rope of Allah. And what do we understand from this, my dear brothers and sisters? When we look at the A'imma and what they've encouraged us to do, like here, hold on to the rope of Allah. And Allah tells us, hold on to the rope of Allah. And the Prophet ﷺ says, hold on to my sunnah with your teeth. What does this tell us? This, wa'atasimu bihablillah, all of you together holding on. To the rope of Allah teaches us what? It teaches us that unity, my brothers and sisters, can only be upon the Qur'an and the Sunnah. Because Allah Azza wa Jal did not say, وَعَتَصِمُوا only. Because a lot of people have this distorted understanding of what unity should be. People think unity is for all the Muslims, no matter, no matter who they are. No matter what sect they are, no matter who attributes himself to Islam, to all be together and one. And to put our differences on the side. And to love each other and whatever. This is all rubbish. If that was the case, Allah wouldn't have said, all of you hold on to my rope. He would have just said, all of you unite. Yes, unity is good and it's called to in Islam. But not the distorted unity that the people of innovation claim. Where they want to make the Sufiya and the Ashaira and the Rafida and the Mu'tazila and the Salafiya all together. This is a delusion. Unity is upon the Kitab and the Sunnah. It is upon the Quran and the Sunnah. This is what Allah called us to. وَعَتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ All of you hold firmly onto what? The rope of Allah. And what is the rope of Allah? The kitab and the sunnah. So this is what we are obligated to do. To unite on what? 
on the book of Allah Azza wa Jal and the Sunnah of His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And to hold firm to Allah's rope is to hold fast onto it. As Allah says, وَاَعْتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the hadith, he said, Indeed, Allah is pleased with three things for you. Allah loves three things from his abd. What does Allah love from his servant? He said to worship him alone and not associate any partners with him in worship. And that, my brothers and sisters, is the most beloved thing to Allah. Allah loves three things. The first thing he mentioned was tawheed and protecting yourself from shirk because that's your entire religion. Your entire religion is built upon Tawheed and staying away from shirk. That's why he said the first of the three things that you worship Allah alone without associating any partners with Allah Azza wa Jal. The second he said to hold fast to the rope of Allah altogether and not to be divided among yourselves because division is despised. Division is not called for. But the Prophet said, Allah loves for all of you to unite upon what? Upon the Kitab and the Sunnah. And the third, he said, that you advise the one whom Allah has entrusted leadership over you, that you give advice to the leaders of the Muslims. So, out of the three things which Allah is pleased with for you, Holding firmly to his rope is one of them. Because by holding firmly to his rope, it will protect you from separating and differing. The only way we protect ourselves from falling into the sects is by holding on to the rope of Allah. This is what our deen teaches us. And this only occurs when the Muslim Ummah fails to hold firmly to Allah's book and to the Sunnah of His Messenger. Look at every sect that came out, my dear brothers and sisters. Think of every sect that came out in Islam. And the Prophet ﷺ said there will be 73 sects. Every single one of those sects only came out because it did not hold on to the rope of Allah. Every one of them. They did not hold onto the rope of Allah and that's what made them deviate from the path and whoever does not hold on to the rope of Allah becomes divided and the sheikh mentions how this was witnessed from the splitting of the people of the book the Jews and the Christians division occurred among them Although Allah revealed to them the Torah and the Injil, they were given books, the Torah and the Injil. However, when they did not hold firmly to the rope of Allah, they differed and they became divided. As Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ تَفَرَّقُوا وَاخْتَلَفُوا مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَهُمُ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ عَذَابٌ عَظِيمٌ Allah Azza wa Jal says, do not be as those who divided and differed among themselves after the clear proofs had come to them. 
it is they for whom there is an awful torment. So Allah tells us, don't be like the Yahud and the Nasara. They ikhtalafu in their deen because they let go of Allah's rope. So Allah is telling us, do not be like them. Hold on to Allah's rope so you do not divide. And that which has been described in this verse is the way of the people of the book. When they left off the book of their Lord, they divided among themselves. And blameworthy differing, the ikhtilaf that is despised, is the inevitable outcome for anyone who does not take his religion and his aqidah from the Qur'an and the Sunnah. When people leave the knowledge of the Kitab and the Sunnah, this is where they become divided. And the outcome will be differing and dividing amongst you. As Allah says, وَإِنَّ هَذِهِ أُمَّتُكُمْ أُمَّةً وَاحِدَةً وَأَنَا رَبُّكُمْ فَاتَّقُونَ فَتَقَطَّعُوا أَمْرَهُمْ بَيْنَهُمْ زُبُرًا And verily this religion of yours is one religion, Allah says. Islam is one. There's no two, three, four, five Islam. Allah says, this deen of yours is one. And I am your Lord, so fear and keep your duty to me. Then Allah says, but they have broken their religion. SubhanAllah. They have broken their religion among them into sects, each group rejoicing in what is with it as its beliefs. Allah mentions this in the Quran. They broke away from the path of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And thus they became sects. And each sect has introduced a way and a methodology which opposes the other one. And that's true. With all these sects that came out, they all came out with beliefs where even them, the deviated sects, started to oppose each other. So it's like misguidance upon misguidance. Let's take some examples from the top of our head. You have the Khawarij and you have the Murji'a, two complete opposites who used to go to war with each other. And they're corrupted that they're corrupted. The Khawarij believe that if you perform a major sin and you die on a major sin, you're in hellfire forever. That's the corruption of the Khawarij. And they made the blood of the Muslims halal. And then you have the murji'a on the opposite side of the scale. Who said iman is belief in the heart only. And actions are not from iman. So no matter what you do, as long as you believe in your heart, you're going to Jannah. And you will not be punished. So look at the two complete opposites. And yet what? They were at war with each other. Allah. And you can apply this to many sects The Jabariya and the Qadariya In terms of Qadr The, the um, Rafida and the Nasiba The Nasibiya Where one worshipped Al-Bayt And the other one hated Al-Bayt And they would go to war with each other That Allah talks about that 
when they leave the way of Rasulullah not only do they split into sects, but they even become divided amongst themselves. And that's why there is no salvation, there is no safety, ya ikhwa, except in following the path of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Insha'Allah, next week we will continue with what the Shaykh has to mention regarding this point bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. Wallahu a'lam, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik, nashhadu an la ilaha illa ant, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. This program was presented by Al-Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah.